0: Do you want to do what you want? Do you want better money? Welcome to Dream Job Radio.
1: Today's March the 12th, 2011. This is Daniel Laxton. And this is Leah Laxton. And you're listening to 30Careers.com presents Dream Job Radio.
0: This is the month that we said we're going to be doing a lot of entrepreneurial stuff. So if you're an entrepreneur looking for some good advice from starting a business or things to avoid, we're going to be talking about that this month. Uh, but today's theme, again, is search, job search advice for moms, and our special guest, Nancy Anderson, will also be discussing even some of the tips for moms that want to start their own business, too. That's
1: so, fantastic. Well, as always, you can always call in on our line, 760-888-5718, if you have questions for Nancy or just a comment about the show. Yeah, if
0: you want to uh, Twitter me a question, you can do that at Daniel, that's L-A-K-S-T-I-N-S and then you can also uh, shoot us a question in the Justin TV blog talk uh, or blog talk radio chat rooms
1: yeah that's justin.tv backslash 30careers we'll take your chat questions there as well so later today what do we have on the books
0: I believe our favorite college uh, student Micah Hackney is going to be talking to us do you know what his theme is
1: I don't, it's, uh, but it is our segment, Campus Connection, as well as after the show is over, you can always check our Social Circle segment out on Justin TV, but to start off, it's a part that you're all waiting for, which is our special guest.
0: Yeah, our special guest is Nancy Anderson. Now, she uh, will be discussing how parents uh, can find work that that can be uh, you know, work that you use around your schedule when it comes to uh, having little ones around the house. So Nancy has over 25 years of human resource uh, skills. She's an organizational development and training uh, expert in, um, well, different things such as the pharmaceutical market, finance, and insurance industries.
1: And she's also the author of Job Search for Moms. If you want to find out more about her, you can check out www.blackbirdlearningassociates.com. We'll have that link up on our website, and I'm sure Nancy will probably share some other points from the website later as well. So Nancy has uh, experience
0: as a mom and an entrepreneur. Nancy Anderson, welcome to the show.
2: Thank you so much. I look yeah. forward to being with you today.
0: Oh, we we look forward. Well, we we got you now. <laughs> <laughs> so happy to have you on the show. You know. Um, So you've done a lot of things uh, throughout time, too, you know, um, but a lot of people are wondering about how they can, you know, have a successful job search. How has uh, the job search process changed, uh, in your opinion, over the past five years or so?
2: The job search process has changed an unbelievable amount over the past five years. I lost my position a little over three years ago, and jumped right into it and everything that I used to do several years ago has totally changed and I think the number one way that the the job search has changed is through social media everything is online and everyone has to have some type of social presence online that's the number one thing the second yeah. thing that that I found is everybody has to also have a targeted resume so that means if you apply for 20 different jobs you have to have 20 different resumes it's not just one resume anymore everything has to be specific and that's based upon the economy and what people are going through and there are hundreds of people who are applying for that one position that you want
0: yeah I, i've always felt that way too that if you're going to have a resume and say you're you're going for a sales job and you almost have to adjust your whole resume uh, focusing the same skills that you have on that original resume uh, towards the, the, the sales side, you know, so that, that's, uh, but that's, new, but that's amazing. Cause it seems like a lot of jobs you have to apply for online nowadays, huh?
2: Yeah, you do have to apply for jobs online. Well, Really, the most important thing is you have to network, you have to know people, but that doesn't mean that you can't apply for jobs online. What I like to do, and what I suggest that people do in the training classes that I give, are to look at the jobs that you want online, and that way look at the words and take the words, and we call them keywords, and put those keywords into your resume, and that way you can brand yourself as a particular expert in that area so it's a it's a job to find a job. It's a big job to find a job.
1: That's definitely It's just as time consuming. Now, Nancy, you mentioned also that social media and networking have increased in the last five years. How important do you think social media and networking are to a job search?
2: I think in a job search that now social media and networking are pretty much number one. they've they've gone to the top of the list. And I um, just looking at some statistics that I saw just this past January, that there was a company called Jobvite, and that's a company that um, surveys different recruiters and firms, and they found that companies are moving away from using recruiters and using job boards, and 80% of those companies plan to recruit this coming year, 2011, through social networking. And the big ones that they're going to use are LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. That's the, wow. that's the key with social media. It's unbelievable. And as far as networking, I I learned when I was looking for a job several years ago that it's always important who you knew, but it's much more important now. And, and now there's a new study that shows that 85% of jobs are found through who you know. So that who you know could be your neighbor, it could be someone in a volunteer group, it could be someone in a professional group. It's getting your feelers out there and letting everyone know that you're looking for a particular position. And not only that, it's taking an extra step and asking your friends and your family and your professional networking connections who they might suggest that you call. So it's kind of stepping out of your comfort zone.
0: It is, but boy, that is so much, uh, so important when you think about it. Because isn't that true? I mean, if you're a, if you're a manager that's going to hire someone, if you just have a, a piece of paper, no picture, uh, just a name, it's it's kind of hard to to make a decision to hire this person. But when you see someone, or if you know someone, and I mean, it's a whole lot better. You feel more comfortable with. With hiring that person because you know them a lot better or if a friend of a friend knows them, you know, so that makes a lot of sense. You know, um, exactly. you're talking about, you're talking about more than one resume, uh, you know, so, uh, you know, how should a person, um, you know, uh, go about that? Yeah. Well,
2: there's a couple many, of ways
0: that-, and that. That's the other question is how many, how many resumes could a person
2: have? well what what i always suggest is that everyone create a template resume just to have one resume and then as they look for various positions say they go online or they go to a company website and they they find the job that they're interested in to read the wording in that job posting and pay particular attention to say the first four listings under job responsibilities and then Adjust their resume to those particular job responsibilities, if they have them, only if they have them. People should never, ever lie. But move things around. Just don't be comfortable saying, I have this one resume. So move things around and shift it. Um, For example, if the first, um, say the first bullet under a job job description says that the person needs excellent communication skills you need to move your excellent communication skills up towards the top of your resume and not only do you have to say how what type of excellent communication skills you have but you have to give specific examples of accomplishments where you use those communication skills any awards that you may have received um, any surveys that that you may have participated in that showed that because of your communication skills, you increased sales or brought in more money. So you have to shift things around based upon the job listing. And what what I always suggest people do, and I heard this, one of the people in my class gave me this suggestion, and I thought it was so good, is that you go back and you review all of your various accomplishments over, say, depending on how long you've worked, maybe 10 or 15 years, and categorize them. So say maybe you have sales, so that's a a category. Then maybe you have technical skills, and that's a different category, and communication skills or teamwork or project management or whatever you have. And underneath those categories, list all of your accomplishments and be as specific as you can Um, that goes back to what I just said so include percentages and include money amounts um, increased sales or how many people you brought into your firm and just keep an ongoing list and keep that as a Word document and then so this particular person had a 25 page document and put that through Spell Checker, put that through Grammar Checker, and then have real-life people look at it to make sure that it reads properly. And then that's, that's sort of like your treasure chest of information. Then when it's time to create your resume, looking at those keywords, go back to that Word document and then just cut and copy that information to that particular resume. And that makes it a lot easier. It's a lot of legwork up front. But it makes it a lot easier when you want to tailor your resume based on particular positions.
0: That's some very good advice. I was also thinking, it's, yeah, we don't want to lie on the resumes. Something that you said, but um, but you can be creative in, in the way that that you point out that you do qualify for those certain skills, though. You know, in the way we say things, a lot of people don't realize that they can be a lot more creative than they they've realized.
2: <laughs> oh, Daniel, you're not kidding. I I write resumes for um, some of my friends and coworkers and neighbors, a, a small group, and I'll receive a resume that someone is so proud of, and they'll say something like excellent customer service skills, and what I always do is I go back to them and I'll say, well, what does this mean? And then they say, well, I won this award or I won that award or I got um, twelve new customers in in one ma- in one month and I surpassed the um goal for our department and that's that's not on their resume so that's the kind of stuff that has to show on your resume because you have to make yourself stand out from all the from all the others and i i remember from when i worked in human resources we would get resumes that came in that read like a job description that said nothing about what that person did and those are the kinds of resumes that will go into the the file where we'll well, we'll contact you later. Now people don't hear anything, but we don't we don't want to see that. We want to see what makes you just stand out from the rest of the crowd. Why are you so special? And looking at that, how can your skills help us and our organization achieve our goals? That's what they're looking for.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I especially like what you said about making the resume match what – their qualifications are basically that they're asking for. I think that's definitely gives somebody an um, advantage when they're getting a pile of resumes. Uh, and, Nancy, I know that also in some of your works you mention behavioral interviewing. Uh, what exactly is that?
2: Behavioral interviewing is something that's been around for about 20 years, but it's really being used now. And that's in an interview, after people get by the tell me about yourself, what are your strengths, what are your weaknesses, know, the basic kind of questions, it's when an interview manager will look at the particular job responsibilities that he or she is looking for, and I'll go back to say that communication example again, and then they, they'll use something called a STAR acronym. And STAR stands for specific is the S, T is the task, A stands for actions, and R stands for results. And they'll say something like, can you give me an example of a time when you had to use your communication skills to diffuse a difficult situation? Take me through the steps that you followed, and what were the results? So uh, can you see that there's a difference there before, between that and say a manager saying, you say you have um, excellent communication skills. Tell me about them. This way, a behavioral interview question shows exactly what you did on the job. And it's not what you would do. It's what you actually did do. And so they'll tailor their questions to the particular opening. So what people should do, again, is to go back and look at that job description that they looked at when they were writing their resume, look again at those first four or five points that are highlighted in the job description and come up with specific measurable examples, or I call them star stories, of how they displayed those skills.
1: Wow, that's really interesting. So definitely doing homework ahead of the interview can help when it comes to that also. It's scary sometimes in an
0: interview, too, because they will ask you, you know, if you're going to be um, a certain animal, some crazy stuff, you know. So that, you, it, what kind of animal would you be, or would have? You, you know? I so think that, that stuff
2: is so dumb. We, when we they at, when they ask questions like that, because it really throws people for a loop. Um, what type okay. of animal they would be, or what color they would be? Would they be blue or green? I, and that actually, and there are some studies that that relate that show that there are some answers. To those types of questions that people look for but the best kind of interview question is the behavioral because a behavioral interview question will show them how your past performance can relate to this particular job so what you did in your past and how you did it and the steps you followed can relate to this particular position exactly that's
0: that's beautiful okay so now yeah, you actually have started your own business. Um, or, or, or you, so you're an entrepreneur too. Uh, is that yes, correct? yes. So how, how did you get involved in, in the starting your own business?
2: Well, that's a good question. <laughs> when I lost my position a couple of years ago, I was with um, a big pharmaceutical company for over twenty years, and we had a department reorganization, and the 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 goal shifted. So about 40% of us, our positions were eliminated. So when that happened, I thought, well, now what do I do? Do I go back and be, find another corporation who can use my human resources and learning and development skills, or do I do something that I always wanted to do, which was to open my own um, training company or learning and development company so i took a few weeks and i thought about it i went to my local unemployment office and i spoke to a counselor there and people should do that whether they lose their job or they want to get back into the workplace don't just go to an unemployment office and just use it there for um, the benefits that that you can receive the counselors there are so wonderful and so professional and they give some very good advice so, I sat down with a counselor and she went over my resume and she said, You know, I really think that you should open your own company doing this, presenting job search skills and presenting training programs. So, she suggested a program, and there are programs. People need to look in their local community colleges and go to their libraries and see what references are out there. But she suggested that I attend a program which was a coordination between the, my local community college and the, the unemployment office that teaches people how to start their own business. So I was approved and got into the program, and I attended an eight-week program to learn how to write a business plan and the legal aspects and the accounting aspects and the advertising aspects that all go with a business. So that's how I stepped into it. And then using... The skills that I learned in this particular program, I networked with people that were in the community college and outside, and I was able to um, bring my business out in, into the public. So, it's that was a wonderful way for me to start. And um, many many colleges still offer this.
0: And they they also taught you how to charge too, and they you know how to bill your customers and everything, or how much and things like that.
2: Well, they didn't teach – there were about um, 20 of us, and we all were looking to open different types of businesses. So they didn't go over the particular such as, well, for uh, a training and development person you need to charge this much per hour versus this person who's opening an event planning business. But they did teach us um, how to figure out where to look to find out how much you should charge Um, they 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 taught us about going back to social media again various social media links where you can look to see what the the appropriate charges would be and then through social media and from meeting people and my own professional organizations for learning and development professionals I found out how much a person such as a learning and development person like me who gives job search classes should charge. And then I also found um, some wonderful books. In fact, I'm reading one called Overcoming Underearning by Barbara Stanny, who gives – it's a women-focused book, but it, it gives some ideas where you can identify what you're worth and what's stopping you from getting there.
1: Wow. That's that's awesome, Nancy. And now we know that you're also the author of this book, uh, Job Search for Moms. Do you have any advice, or uh, um, I guess particular career paths that you can recommend to maybe some of the new moms out there that uh, might be looking for something in a particular? Um, is there a particular industry that
2: fits them well? Well, actually, no. I, I uh, there it depends on the particular mom or the particular woman who's looking for or the particular man who's looking to start their own business. I I wrote Job Search for Moms based on the questions that I got out of a lot of my training classes, particularly from mothers who want to get back into the workplace. So the book concentrates on a a job search. However, there's some uh, advice that I could pass on to women who want to start their own business. I think the most important thing, that that actually anybody could do is to focus on the one thing that you want to do and you know when you think about i want to open my own business and this is what i want to do sometimes you have about five things coming into your head so you could say well i'll be a consultant well i'll be a sales consultant and i'll specialize in a b and c and then you start to go off on tangents and that's what gets us into trouble We have to focus on just one thing. So, for example, for me, my one thing is to focus on – my background is to give training programs in all sorts of classes, such as management development, communication, coaching, the whole thing. But I love job search. Uh, That's the area that I, I, I just have such an affinity for. So I decided to forget all the other types of training for a while and focus on giving job search trainings. So that's one particular area. And then the second thing that a person has to do is to go onto the Internet and just look up the type of business that you want to go in. Look up the various trends in your particular business. Also look up various projections to see. And actually a good resource that people can look at is through the Bureau of Labor Statistics, the Occupational Handbook. They have um, pages and pages and pages that look at all sorts of industries and talk about whether or not this particular industry is going to be hanging around for the next 8 to 10 years or whether it will really take off and grow. So to look at those types of um, projections. And then after that they should develop a business plan and then most most people say how the heck do you develop a business plan unless you studied that type of thing in college but you're not all alone you can go online and you can look up samples for business plans and then take it another step further and then go to visit the small business administration office. Every every county has those, and some of them are located in your community colleges, and that's a free resource. So you go to the you make an appointment, you go to the small business administration office and sit down with a counselor and let them know what you want to do and give them an idea of what your business plan is, and then they'll walk you through some more steps they'll make you do a lot of work which is good because you're this is your business but they'll they'll point you out to directions on where your customers might be and or how to make your where um people funding sources might be also so they give you all sorts of wonderful information and data to take with you and to um get your business going and then the the final place you should do after you have an idea of what you want to do is again you have to get connected socially you need to have a website you need to get onto a a Facebook business page a Twitter account a LinkedIn page there's there are all sorts of groups especially in LinkedIn and you know a very good one in LinkedIn uh, especially for women who are starting their own business is a linkedin group called women for hire and the owner of that group is tori johnson who's very very popular you see her on abc news and she provides guidance there are are hundreds and hundreds of women on this particular site who are all business owners and everyone is so helpful in giving each other advice and encouragement and suggestions it's it's a wonderful resource so people can't discount using even if you have your own business to use LinkedIn um Facebook Twitter and of course have your own website and a professional website and i i feel like i am i'm just throwing all sorts of information out here but when people create a, a website to make it professional to get a professional photograph too oh yeah
1: that's great advice Well, we thank you so much, Nancy, for um, being on the show. Yeah. You're listening to
0: Dream Job Radio. 30Careers.com presents Dream Job Radio. Our special guest has been Nancy Anderson. She's a human resource expert. She's the author of the book, uh, Uh, Job Search for Moms. So uh, thank you so much for joining us on the show, Nancy.
2: Thank you so much. The time flew.
0: did. (laughs) Wow, that's
2: great.
1: That was fantastic. We thank Nancy so much for coming on the show. And now it's time for everybody's favorite college student. Let's get him on with his warm-up music here. Micah Hackney.
3: (laughs) What's going on? (laughs) What's going on today, Micah? Everything's going great. That was a great uh, first half of the show, first three-fourths. I just want to touch up uh, a little bit on uh, what you know where she left off. Talk about how job search for moms, and that's definitely a uh, a good thing. But you know, being from the perspective perspective of a college student, uh, being a mom and in college shouldn't stop you. Uh, I mean, being a mom shouldn't stop you from returning to college or uh, from continuing on in college. You shouldn't have to. You know, easy
0: easy for you to say. But how, did you just tell me that? How old was that lady that was in one of your classes? Um so what's the oldest lady that was in the class that you've seen?
3: Oh, the oldest lady probably oh even just the oldest lady period or oh, oh man, I had a class last semester with a lady that was like hundred years old. No, she wasn't No, nah, she's probably like seventy. <laughs> yeah. But she it was actually she she's in my computer class and that was her last class before she gets her bachelor's. Wow. So that was, she has her bachelor's now, so Wow. That's pretty interesting. But uh just a few um uh suggestions for, you know, moms you know all people say, you know, I'm just, you know, just a mom, or, uh, um, or you know, they don't really view that as a skill. But you know, being a mom is a skill. You know, you learn multitasking, you learn communication, uh, you learn to be efficient, you learn to prepare. You know, definitely be, um, be able to prepare for things. So, um, uh, you know, being a mom does have the skills. So you know, you should always that def- So you shouldn't think, you know, college is too far above you to return to it. And so uh, whenever you go back to college, you can take advantage of different government grants and uh, loans as well. Do they have one uh, grants for old people? <laughs> uh, they really do. They do have a lot of grants specialized for people over 25. Did you hear
0: that?
3: And um, uh, there's a lot of government grants there. <laughs> but um, so that's, you know, that's really interesting that, you know, if you just go through these government grants and there's all kinds of different child care availability through co- the college system and you can even get all that paid for that's fantastic, so uh you know it's always good you know don't let your being a mom, no matter how old you are, keep you from returning back to returning back to um back to school. I even have a, a woman I go to school with and she's probably in her thirties old daughter like a three year old daughter and her husband's a track coach at Tech, but she's returning to school right now to go back to school. So
1: So there you go. Great advice on Campus Connection. Never give up on uh, your college dreams. So this was Micah oh. Hackney. Now, you might be wondering what's going on on Dream Job Radio next week. It'll be a special episode live from South by Southwest in Woo-hoo! Austin, Texas. Yeah. And it will feature Mike Welch with the topic, Fire Corporate America.
0: Hey, I like that idea, you know? Let's get rid of, well, you know, that sounds good to
1: me. And that's continuing our theme of entrepreneur month, so helping people get rid of their jobs that they're in right now and do what they really want to do. How much time, or
0: uh, next, um, oh, yeah, if if you're listening to the show uh, right now and you'd like to hear us on Overtime, then uh, we're going to be going on overtime right now, right?
1: Yep. You can check us out on justin.tv backslash 30 careers. Okay. And This, This is Daniel Laxton. This is Leah Laxton. Thank you for listening to Dream Job Radio.